How many gotchas come with the various forms of insurance that we need? Well, you're about to find out. What's happening, guys? I'm glad to have you back for another episode. I'm your host, Eric Powers with Sky Blue Wealth, hoping your week is going great. No complaints here, and nobody would listen if I had any anyways. So what are we going to talk about today in relation to finance, savings, and retirement? Well, we're going to cast a wide net today and talk about big money. Big money that you could lose or waste if you fail to watch out for all of these insurance gotchas that we're going to go over. And believe me, there are a ton of them. From life insurance to health coverage to pet and travel insurance. Think of the complex policies out there, and hey, we all have to have insurance. And over a lifetime of events and misadventures, there are going to be some gotchas. And frankly, times that we get burned by insurance mistakes. After all, the one thing worse than reading the tax code, well, nothing is worse than that, checking your insurance policies very closely, right? Just to wet your whistle here for this episode, check out this eye-popping statistic, okay? 11.1% of health insurance claims were denied in 2020, and that's up 9% from 2016. So if you need a knee surgery, which costs 45 grand, your insurance company could refuse to pay their bills. You'd expect a denial if you wanted cosmetic spleen surgery, for instance, but legit stuff like ACL repair or heart bypass, it's crazy and it's a big gotcha. Now, don't think this is always just a mistake and the insurance company will send you a letter of apology and pay the medical bill ASAP. We'll get into that in a minute. First, let's look at something that makes me a little angry, travel insurance. Sure, no one thinks about this kind of insurance unless you're going out of the country or going on a super long trip because it's easy to back out of a condo trip to a beach that's five hours away. But it's not so easy to back out of a mountain climbing trip that's 3,000 miles away or going on a two-week cruise. For major trips, people want to have extra coverage in case something comes up that prevents them from going or if something bad happens on the trip. I mean, mountain climbing is dangerous, right? I'll take their word for it. So let me run through some gotchas when it comes to travel insurance. The policy will name people covered and perils covered. Bottom line, if something happens outside of those perils mentioned, the policy won't compensate you for canceling the trip. If something happens to a person not mentioned in the policy, that could be a technical gotcha. Discuss those details with a trusted agent before assuming every scenario is covered. And read the policy while sipping a Red Bull to stay awake, of course. Also look out for exclusions. Anything even remotely foreseeable, such as elective surgery or risky behavior like downhill skiing, or maybe getting hurt in martial arts class. And these policies can exclude self-inflicted injuries. So what if your travel company goes bankrupt before you go on your trip? Your travel policy may have your back and compensate you for money you paid out, but even this can be up for debate. Some policies only cover you if the travel company officially goes bankrupt. If they cease operation or pause due to financial issues, you might not be covered. Details that will add insult to injury? You miss a great trip and you're out money when you thought you were covered. Another maddening detail, an example I read about, say you're headed for a golfing trip and a flood damages the golf course, but the condo where you were staying is absolutely fine. Well, your policy may not reimburse you since your destination, or part of it, is intact. Read those policies, folks. That's the key. And sure, you can get robust travel insurance policies that cover more, but guess what? You still can't be sure that every eventuality will be covered. You have to invest the time to know what you're paying for. 
And a quick note on medical issues that pop up while you're traveling. You have to know if pre-existing conditions can affect your coverage. Also, keep in mind that you could be denied payment if you don't let your insurance provider handle the medical care. So an example, if you get hurt and want Hospital A, but they would have chosen Hospital B, or you needed a helicopter off a mountain and Acme Travel Insurance thought a mule and a stretcher was a better option, that's a joke and extreme, of course, but the money that unexpected event could cost you on travel is extreme too. And it's worse when you mistakenly think that you are covered by insurance. Okay, let's briefly move on to pet insurance gotchas. Most people would donate a kidney to their pet, right? We have a number of cats and I will tell you, we don't have the pet insurance and we have paid big dollars to fix them because we love them. But more and more pet owners are buying pet insurance. Did you know that most pet policies have a copay and a deductible, just like people policies? And get this, some policies even have what's called a pet condition deductible, where if your canine has two unrelated medical problems, the first 500 you paid out would not apply to the next bill since there were two separate issues. That's a big gotcha. Another one to watch out is for payout limits. Your cat may have, let's say $9,500 in medical bills over her lifetime but the pet policy likely has a limit. And if that limit is 7,000, then you'll be paying $2,500 that went past the limit in that example. And the last gotcha on this type of insurance that can really get you, most pet policies will not pay up front. Vets typically don't accept insurance. So you have to pay out of pocket, file the insurance, and then wait on processing, which could be 30 days or longer in order to get a check. And that's if the costs get approved. Which brings us back to human health insurance and how companies can deny your claim as a tactic, not a mistake. I've heard this discussion on national radio shows about one of the largest health insurance providers in the world. There are law firms that focus solely on these illegal tactics that take advantage of Americans that pay their insurance premiums, then have claims denied for no good reason. There's no excuse for this gotcha, but you have to protect yourself. Uncle Sam has let this one slide for a while, so my only advice is to fight for what's right, and that will mean not letting your healthcare insurance provider off the hook. If you have a claim denied, you may have to invest tons of time on the phone, on hold to get justice. Over 11% of claims are being denied, folks. And as we mentioned at the top of the show, experts claim that 90% of those denials are preventable, and up to 65% of rejected claims don't get resubmitted. It's bad on the medical industry side of this as well. The AMA's Administrative Burden Index, the ABI, calculates healthcare providers spend up to 14% of their revenue to get paid for services. That's crazy. They're having to spend money in order to get paid. Hospitals are being put on hold too. So as you can tell, claims denials are major gotchas for health insurance. And we're gonna leave a link in the show notes that may help you if you ever face this issue. The link is to a news report on how to fight a denied claim. Another thing that could cost you money with health insurance, not changing coverage when you have a qualifying event like getting married, for example. You don't have to wait for open enrollment if you wanna put your new spouse on your employer's insurance. Losing health coverage could be a qualifying event too, as can turning 26 if you're still on your parents' insurance. One more gotcha that's on us consumers. Well, no one wants to consume medical visits, but preventative care is smart. 
I'm talking to you, men. I'm also guilty of this. I don't go as frequently as I should, but it pays to get checkups. Plus, most health plans must cover a certain set of preventative services, like shots and screening tests, at no additional cost to you. Let's keep moving on. On to home insurance issues that can cost you. We'll focus on natural disasters since Hurricane Ian is still sort of fresh in our minds. Floods and earthquakes are two disasters that many homeowner policies don't cover. The ground doesn't shake in most areas of the U.S., but flooding can happen almost anywhere. So it's a good idea to check with your insurance agent to see if you're covered for flooding, and if so, dive into those details. No pun intended. According to Forbes, 62% of homeowners believe that they are prepared for floods, but only 12% actually have flood insurance. So if you decide that you do want to add flood insurance, don't wait until it's too late. Typically, there's a waiting period for it to take effect. You can't watch the weather, see a flood warning, and then get the coverage right after the 6 o'clock news. By the way, who watches the weather on TV anyways? Okay, I do sometimes, but I actually use my little phone gadget to tell me what the weather is. Another money gobbling gotcha is even if you have specific storm coverage, even that may not cover debris removal. Or a common thing, like a tree falls but misses your house, your policy may not cover paying big bucks to have it cut up and then removed. You've got to check your policies. Do it during halftime of the next football game that you're watching. It doesn't matter what kind of football, but during halftime. One more note on home insurance, you may need to hire a public claims adjuster if you feel that you're not being treated fairly by the insurance company. A public adjuster works for you, not the insurance company. All right, next up is life insurance. One of the keys to getting it right is choosing how much life insurance you and your family need. If your uncle has no kids, no debt, and lives on a dude ranch, he probably doesn't need a huge amount of life insurance not compared to somebody who's married with kids and a sizable mortgage. It's better to get the right amount of life insurance from the start than having regrets later or leaving your family with financial difficulties. Now, if you have income and lifestyle changes, you can make changes up or down depending upon the type of policy that you have, or you can add a new policy if you need to. Another thing to guard against is waiting too long to buy life insurance. The younger you are, the healthier you are, the lower your premiums will be. Pre-existing conditions can affect this, of course, or if you're into risky stuff like skydiving or cave scuba diving, which is real and terrifying if you ask me. Actually, I have jumped out of a plane, so I didn't mind that as much. Another gotcha is when people think their employer has them covered with a solid life insurance policy. I can see that. You go to work at 24 years old and you hear the HR person mention that they give you $40,000 in life insurance at no cost to you. Sounds great until you're 34 and your mortgage payments are higher. You've got two kids in braces and that Labradoodle is on a hypoallergenic diet. At that point, your family will need more than 40 grand if you're the primary breadwinner and tragedy hits. Another mistake is with younger people, they for some reason think that life insurance will be too expensive when actually they get the best rates. It's strange that 35% of millennials without life insurance think that they can't afford it. And even more odd, 45% think that they won't qualify for it. Life insurance is usually a solid financial decision and it's affordable for most people, especially young people. All right, we better run through a recap before we go too long here. And as always, give me a call with any questions that you have, whether it's life insurance concerns or general financial planning. I'm here to help with any questions that you've got.
Now to that recap. If you watch out for the gotchas with all of the various forms of insurance you'll encounter during your lifetime, then you can keep from wasting or losing thousands of dollars. With travel insurance, you have to watch out for the events not listed in your coverage that could cancel up a trip. And the medical aspects have to be closely looked at as well. With pet insurance, it's not the same as health insurance we people use. The biggest things are having to pay up front and wait on reimbursement, plus the possibility of separate deductibles for separate medical issues that your pet might have. Next, we talked about regular health insurance. You have to fight back against claims that are denied. Know your rights and fight for them. Also, be sure to take advantage of free health screenings covered by your plan. And remember, you can make changes to your health coverage when certain life events happen. We also touched on homeowner's insurance and the gotchas of flooding and noted that hiring your own insurance adjuster can be a good move with some claims. Last segment was on life insurance. The biggest gotcha is actually not buying coverage while you're young and when it's most affordable. And another issue is basing the amount of coverage you buy on what a friend or family member has. You must consider your family needs. That will define the right amount of coverage. And with that, I see an app in my future. Yes, I wish, but no. Anyway, reach out when I can be of help to you. Whether it's in regards to 401k rollovers, changing jobs, tax strategies, you name it, if it's connected to financial matters, I'm happy to talk to you. You guys enjoy the rest of your day and we'll be talking soon. Investment advice offered through Private Advisor Group, LLC, a registered investment advisor.